We were in a field of tall grass near the rocky coast of an island off the coast of Chile, just far enough off the coast so that it rested in international waters, way, way outside any claim of American sovereignty. Technically, you could do almost anything out here and get away with it. There were exceptions, of course. You couldn't build a nuke. You couldn't set up a lab to create doomsday pathogens. NATO would frown on it. UN peacekeepers might crash your party. But that left a bunch of things you could do. Start a space program. Develop drugs of all kinds that could be sold to countries that don't regulate that stuff. Set up the world's biggest meth lab. Engage in illegal cloning. Build a sweatshop and use slave labor to make brand-name sneakers. Participate in the global sex trade. Establish a totalitarian dictatorship and oppress your own people. Stuff like that. Stuff that doesn't generate enough political backlash to make the superpowers feel they have to act. After all, as they see it, defending oil wells and keeping their fellow nations from becoming nuclear powers have always been far more important than freeing the 20-plus million people who currently live as slaves here in the 21st century. The whole world is bug-fuck nuts. Don't try to make sense of it or you'll hurt yourself. Sadly, none of these things were the reason the four of us fell out of that airplane. We were not hunting mad scientists with the next superweapon. We weren't here to liberate the oppressed or overthrow a murderous dictator. That would have been much more fun. We might have even been able to get a grudging go-ahead nod from Washington. It would have made good press, and there are always elections coming up. No. This island was owned through dozens and dozens of arcane removes by a private corporation that was actually a front for Uncle Sam or at least a seedy jackass nephew of Uncle Sam. This place was a prison. Think Gitmo and Abu Ghraib and then lower your expectations. Go further down the crapper. Remove all traces of sanity, compassion, common decency, and humanity. Then double that, and you have this place. They called it the Resort Not sure if that was done as a joke or as cover. Either way, it made me want to hurt whoever came up with the name. The Resort. The island was three miles long, too wide, and most of it was nearly impassable volcanic hills, dense rainforest growth, noisy parrots, and every son-of-a-bitching, biting insect known to the fossil record. We were seventy yards inland on the east side, having come in on the angle our computer models picked as the one with the worst visibility for security. The terrain to the west would have frightened a mountain goat, and foot patrols were infrequent. There were tower posts with motion sensors, but Buck made short work of those. He used Mind Reader to hack the feeds, created a forty-minute loop, and as soon as we were within a thousand yards of touchdown, fed the loop into the system. Their security guys were essentially watching a DVR'd version of A Quiet Night. Bug did the same with the motion sensors and thermal scans. Bug loves this stuff. He's better at it than anyone, and it's a very, very good thing that he's on our side. Even so, we moved with great caution. Cowboy to Deacon, I said, using the combat call signs for me and Mr. Church. Down and safe. Proceed, said Church's voice. We were on a team channel, each of us with an earbud tuned to the mission channel. "'Good hunting!' Hurrah, murmured Top and Bunny. Top's full handle was First Sergeant Bradley Sims, former Army Ranger. His call sign was Sergeant Rock. Bunny was an ex-Marine by the name of Master Sergeant Harvey Rabbit. Real name! His father is a bit of a prankish asshole. 
We all called him Bunny except on a mission, and then he was Green Giant. Sammy Mura was Ronan. Bug was Bug. He was monitoring the security room so he'd give us a heads up if they tumbled to our presence. Everything's copacetic, he said in our ears. Two guards on duty. They're talking football. Foot patrols? I asked. Sending you their locations, cowboy, he said, and immediately one lens of my goggles showed a soldier walking a perimeter line. This faded back to a white dot on a satellite map of the compound. We had markers on every warm body on this island. Nice. Top Bunny and Sam are all experienced operators. Each of them could lead any team of first chair shooters.